dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. You can't make this up podcast episode 154. How was your weekend, bro? Long, tiring, uh, but amazing. Okay, what happened? Uh, big shout to the homie Brandon McKinney, man. We uh we had to turn up one time for the one time. Um, <laughs> my, my boy got married Saturday, so it was a epic turn up yesterday. We uh party hard Friday, party hard Saturday. Um, brought it in the right way. So shout out to the McKinneys and uh all all the Trotwood alums in the building. Okay. And, uh, Great time, yeah. A lot of, lot, lot, lot of old school memories. Uh, Patron on tables. I was about to ask you about the Patron. That's like your signature drink. Yeah, we definitely had the drinks flowing. Uh, swag surfing. I play uh, about. <laughs> it got it got started over about four or five times. You know, everybody was uh, really tuned in. So it was I a- saw your uh, post about swag surfing being on the station. Yeah, that was a, a little extra plug in for the holiday yeah. weekend. I was like, yeah. man, let's turn up a little bit for the holiday. I also- plug that in a couple times. No, no shade, but I also heard uh, "Sugar, Sugar, How You Get So Fly." So y'all, y- y'all was taking it back this week for the we holidays. Take it, we take it back. We take it wherever it need to be taken. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Actually, that song gets requested a lot. Is You'd be it? surprised how much that and the the song that I cannot stand playing. Uh, basically anything, Flow Rider. No real, disrespect, Flow. Real, real quick, funny story. Me and the wife get in the car, and literally, she goes. Is that is that uh what is his name baby baby bash. baby bash yeah she's like is that sugar sugar how you I'm like it's the holiday weekend they're probably throwing it back she was like I was not expecting to hear that today <laughs> <laughs> enjoy enjoy right. as for me this weekend I got to see a legend did you Diana Ross hey, at the phrase how was that in the rain yeah <laughs> <laughs> no actually these are like one of those things like that. Me and the wife always make sure we do like, yo, if it's a legend, yeah, we gotta go see him because these legends ain't gonna be around yeah, forever. They, She's seventy five years old, really, and wow. she killed it still. So you know, like, you know, what I'm saying we got to go see Shaka Khan. Yeah, we yeah. didn't see Janet Jackson, so I think it's important to see these OG legends while you can Absolutely. because sooner or later they're not gonna be here with us anymore, man. So you can't miss those opportunities to check them out live in person, man. Yeah. So it's pretty dope. Uh, the rain let up. Had some great seats. Got a couple photos, so it was pretty dope, man. Nice, nice. Uh, was she by herself? Yeah, uh, her daughter opened. Nice. And then she came out, rocked out for probably like an hour 15. Okay. And something I realized probably on Friday, me and the wife ripping and running around, and I was like, yo, do I know any Diana Ross songs? Mm-hmm. I was like, I know a lot of Supremes songs because yeah, yeah. of the Motown but I was like, I don't really know too many that in a raw song. That so, disco turn up. Yeah, like I. So when she's performing, like I'm like, yeah, I know that, but that's a ten, that's a uh, supreme song. But so come to find out, I really only know about three Diana Ross songs. Yeah, um, yeah, man, that's that's pretty. But <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know too many other ones. She came out to that joint. So I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> At least you did Michael McDonald, Jr. Come out with the classic while you getting Came drinks. Came out with that smoke. <laughs> and I also 
went to go see the new Spider-Man movie. Hey, I knew you was. Uh, I knew that was on the list, gotta the be. checklist. Gotta so. be. How was, was it? It was amazing. Was it? It was amazing. Dog. I heard. I, I saw posts that people were saying like it's better than this. It was. Uh, it's up there as one of the good Spider-Mans. You know me. I'm D level education when it comes to this, <laughs> but. Uh, it's quality, man. Was quality. It? I, how, how long? Three hours like nah, the other? No, it was only uh, uh, 210. Okay, normal. 210, two uh, post-credit scenes. Okay. Very important post-credit scenes. Yeah. So, you know, I know your wife will be going to see it. Yeah, they've already so, got the tickets on deck. Okay, so, we'll just let yeah. her know it's two her, post-credit scenes. Her favorite couch is booked. <laughs> <laughs> know how they know how they do it at the Huber Theaters now to get that good couch. Yeah, so. man, yeah, man. But yeah. we got a guest in the building today, the homie D Knight. What's good? What's yeah. good, y'all? What's up? What's going on, man? Now D Knight is. I don't want to call you local because I think when you call people local, it's yeah. kind of like a <laughs> little yeah. jab. Mm. An independent artist from Dayton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. D Knight like is in the building. What's good with you, man? What's good, man? Just um, you know, just gearing up to release my upcoming EP, Hidden Gem, coming out August second. I'm excited. Okay, yeah. man. Yeah. How'd you get into the rap game in general? Um, well, I started. Um, I've been writing music for quite some time. I started um, getting serious about it around the time I was like 13 or 14. So that was about like 2012. And um, I just you know stay. I stayed with it. You know, I stayed consistent, and I just you know. Uh, did everything I could to, you know, keep perfecting my uh, my craft and, you know, just continue uh, evolving as an artist. Yeah. One thing I like about you, man, I always see you, you be at the shits. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, if it's time to perform, if, it, if it's an opportunity to showcase you, like, I always see posts and I always see you there. It don't matter who came to support, if it's 10 or, or 200, like, I, mm -hmm. I just respect that about you. So talk about the grind of being an artist and, and chasing it. Oh, it, it's, a, it's, a lot of, uh, it's a lot of groundwork, you know, especially uh, when you're in the stage where you're trying to build a foundation. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of networking is involved and, you know, uh, uh, getting to know other artists, you know, in your area and go, coming out to events you know, and to, you know, support other people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, i just been, you know, mainly focused on, you know, just building the foundation and, you know, building great relationships with people. And, you know, just keeping everything, you know, authentic and, you know, as organic as possible. Yeah. You know we love that word. You know authentic. Yeah. Authentic yeah. and organic, man. Yeah. Kev, you mentioned um, him being at shows, but something I noticed, like, you really roll dolo. Like, a lot of this stuff is strictly you. You know what I'm saying? Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. I mean, I don't know if you do or don't have a whole team behind you. You got have a million people behind you and you're just mm. the face of it or whatever. But, like, from my perspective... I see you at these events and you dolo, you doing it yourself. Is yeah. it, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And it's and it's not that's not on a uh, purpose either. Like that, <laughs> that, that that's just kind of that's just kind of like you know how my journey has been. So like um you know like you know some people they'll go to events and they'll have like you know like their boys with them and stuff like that. But um you know me like I, I don't need you know a whole bunch of people to like go somewhere or whatever. Like you know if I'm going out to like you know support somebody. Like, I don't need to bring, like, you know, 50, 20 people with me. You know, yeah, I, I yeah. can go by myself and, you know, network and, you know, do uh, do what I got to do, basically. You got to be confident to do that. Where does that confidence come from? Um, The confidence, it, it just comes from, honestly, it, it, it's just something that built up inside of me over the years. You know, because um before I got into music, I was um pretty, like, I wasn't always the most confident person. But, like, uh, once I, you know, started getting out in front of people and, like, performing and stuff, like... I knew the only way I was going to get better is if I uh, became more confident in myself. So it was just something that I had had to, you know, uh, 
pretty much make myself become basically. So it's just something that kind of like you know grew over the years, basically. Okay. Yeah, I, I um, checked out that uh, hidden gem promo video you got coming out. I believe August second, right? Yes, sir. Uh, and um, I, you be spitting, bro. Like, I, like you got you got you got the funnies. You got the you got the knowledge. You all you always coming from the heart. It feel like, but I wanted you to talk about that EP and talk about what you put into this. Um, so I, I've been working on the EP for about a year and a half. Wow, really? I, yeah, I was originally. That's a long time for 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 artists these days to, yeah, to be locked facts, in on something facts. like that. Yeah, yeah, because I was originally going to uh, put it out last year, but then I realized it just didn't like the time just didn't feel right. So I wanted to you know uh, sit with it for a little while and see what else I came up with, and um, pretty much like like the whole EP, the the main theme of it is you know just like uh, underdog music, like you know yeah. like. Uh, like I said in that caption, like uh, I made it for people who you know feel underestimated or slept on and stuff like that. And um, the reason why it's called Hidden Gem is because I kind of feel like I'm the hidden gem of the music scene because I, I don't think you know too many people know about me. And uh, plus, you know, I'm still evolving as an artist, so I, I look at this as like you know the the first step basically. Yeah. And it's like before you come like you know that that big star or whatever, you know. Um, you got to be the hidden gem first. So um, I use this project to pretty much, you know, talk about that, basically. Nice. Who's doing the production on this project? Um, um, my homie Khan, uh, he made uh, the beat to Without Fear. I got Soundtrack Wu on there. I got um, this producer from Cleveland. His name's uh, Yah Beats, who actually uh, produced a pretty big song a few years ago, uh, Hit Them Folks. Okay. Uh, he made the beat for that. And um, another... Another guy named Ty Rose, my homie Dre Manuel. So I got a lot of local production on there. Like um, nice. I worked with a lot of producers within the area to you know make this project happen. Uh, how many tracks is it? Um, eight songs. Nice. Eight songs, and uh, I got three three other rappers on there. Nice. Okay, who's nice. on the track? Um, I got Flam Fever. Hey. Okay. I got Eman Jones and my homie Dub the Poet. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah. Now, when you talk about building a project especially how it is nowadays, like the whole, hey, producer makes the beat, producer is in the studio with you, you guys kind of like cook together. Is that process still going on with you or do you just, they ship you the beat, you come up with the concepts, everything by yourself, you go to said studio, you drop the rhymes, the engineer does what the engineer does and boom, you got a song. Um, for for this project, I had all the beats shipped out. Like, don't get me wrong though. Like, I really do love being in rooms with like producers and like cooking up on the spot. Mm -hmm. But just like the way this project un unfolded, like I pretty much got you know all the beats uh, shipped out to me. So um, pretty much like uh, um, they would like email me a beat pack, and I I picked what I uh, what I liked, and um, I would you know sit down and come up with like a concept for the song that fits the theme of the project, and then pretty much go from there. Yeah. yeah. How how, uh, how much do you enjoy that process of, uh, you know, when, when you open the floodgates of like, yo, send me beats and you have, to, <laughs> you have to go through literally, you know, you have to make this a thing and go through beats and figure out what fits for you. Like, do you enjoy that process? Is that? Yeah, it's definitely fun, but it can be overwhelming. I'm oh, not going to lie because like you got so many beats to choose from and like, uh, you know, on top of that, you have to pay for these beats. So you got to uh, I just have to, you know, make sure that. I go with the one that, you know, uh, I really feel like fits me the best, yeah. you know, because I hear a lot of beats. It's like, ooh, that's nice. That's hard. But it's like, uh, but it's like, I'll probably sound better on this beat 
than another beat. Yeah. So um, it's real important that, you know, I go with uh, what I feel like fits me as an artist. I, I find it super tedious when I get, like, you know, a busy week with the fam or just running around. And I'm like, oh, man, I ain't opened up the record pool in a minute. And I <laughs> hit that link, and it's like 96 new hip-hop songs came out and, and 84 R&B and... and 20 throwbacks and you got to sit there and like go through all this because you ain't been keeping up you know yeah, so like yeah. it, I find similarities in just the grind of like you know this is what you do you got to dig deep into it you know right do you uh do you uh who, who's some of your favorite artists um right now I've been listening to uh, a lot of Maxo Cream I don't know if you guys are hip to Maxo not hip, not he's hip. uh he a Houston rapper and he actually uh, got another album coming out this July but um I really uh, like his music a lot because uh it's like it's like storytelling, and you know, it's some, it's not something that you hear a lot in this you know era of hip hop, yeah. and you know, it, it's just you know, real authentic and it's vivid, and like his delivery is dope, and like his voice is is real dope, like like just the way like just like um how heavy his voice is, it kind of reminds me of Biggie in a way, nice, and like I just really you know like how he raps, so I've been listening to a lot of Maxo. Okay. Yeah. Do, do you dig deep in the underground world? Is that kind of like where you where you lay your lay, lay your head? You know. I, I like I like underground rap, but I feel like in this day and age, it's kind of hard to like decipher the difference between mainstream yeah. and underground yeah. because like every everybody's music is in the same is in the same place, and you know we're talking about these artists in the same place. So like, I mean, everybody kind of yeah. in a pot until it blows, or yeah, until like, something catch. Yeah, like I don't know if you guys would consider a JID underground from Dreamville, but like I, I enjoy you know him a lot. Yeah, so. it's funny you mentioned yeah. Dreamville. Yeah. Oh, what do you know? What do you know? They had a nice little project dropped yeah, on that Friday. Was hard. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What y'all think about that? Because I know you ain't listened to it. I know yeah. you ain't listened to it. Mr. I've been Wetter so Killer. hard. I've been going so hard. I have. I haven't. I can't lie to you. So I'm. I'm gonna step out because last week when I stepped into uh, not studying like for a test, like I was like oh for 16 on my picks. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna step back and let y'all decide for this. We're gonna get into that man. Revenge yeah. of the Dreamers three. Did you listen to it yet? Yeah, I played the whole thing from start to finish. I, I really like what they did with the project, and I think my fa my favorite thing about it was how like Cole he uh he gave like the up and coming artists a chance. Like he could have went out and like got a whole bunch of mainstream artists to collab with Dreamville, but he he worked with, you know, a lot of uh, guys like Smino and, and Sabbath, you know, guys from the Midwest yeah. who are coming up. And I just thought that was um, amazing how he, uh, you know, shined the light on those guys and producers as well. Like he worked with a lot of up and coming producers. I, I so. like that fact, especially like, you know, when you think of, uh, you think a top dog, you say you're going to get a top dog feature. Of course, you gonna say, all right? Well, you got a Kendrick verse? Nah, yeah. nah. Oh, okay. You got a Schoolboy verse? Nah. <laughs> yeah. You got a J Rock verse? Nah. He went and got reasons yeah. to drop yeah. a verse on there. So that I thought that was pretty dope. Like you were saying, got a lot of, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to call them mid tier artists, but just like a rapper's rapper. Right. A lot of right. rapper rappers are on there, yeah. which I really respect. And I think the project is dope. I do think it loses steam probably about track eight or nine, kind of loses steam or whatever. But overall. Over like the uh, I listened to it like three or four times. How many it's tracks? pretty dope. It's like, like 18. 18, 17, yeah. 18. So okay. it kind of loses steam halfway through. But uh, you know, I'm gonna give it another couple rides. You yeah. know, you know how I do, man. Yeah, I like yeah. to I like to let it let it let it marinate. Yeah, man, let, let it marinate. cook up in the ears, man. <laughs> I know you had a strong relationship with Mo Beats, right? How has that situation changed since he's no longer with us? 
and everything like that with the whole Raise the Bar family. Well, I want to I want to take a moment to say that that Dawn has done an excellent job, you know, carrying the legacy of her husband and you know making sure Raise the Bar, you know, is still up and running. Yeah. Because honestly, she she could have let that whole thing collapse after he, after uh, he passed away, but she chose to do the exact opposite and uh, keep it running. And they mm -hmm. have amazing engineers over there. Um, my homie Ash Matthews, uh, he he um, engineered my entire project pretty much like he mixed all the songs yeah. and uh i recorded everything i raised the bar and they're doing they're doing really great right now like they have a lot of clientele coming in and um um actually uh, they just had soda baby come through yeah. with, a, with a local dating artist um i seen that not too long ago so they're doing really great and you know that's my family you know no. yeah, yeah i see they show you a lot of love yeah and the love is reciprocated man so now that we've talked about the project man yeah we got to talk about some NBA. You love NBA, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Killer Kev had some picks yeah. about where Cass was going to go yeah. uh, during free agency. Yeah. Everybody made picks. Yeah. I think I was like, I got like seven right. Yeah. Kev got like, like four right. You ever mm. went to like a test <laughs> in school and you weren't prepared? Yeah. And you show up and like, oh, I got it. And you get that multiple choice and you like, uh, abacadabra, here we go. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how I felt last week. You know, I wasn't prepared, um, didn't study. And uh, when when the questions came rapid fire, I was just <laughs> throwing, throwing out personal dreams. And, oh, uh, man. I got Boogie right, though. Oh, yeah. Did, did you? <laughs> I said Boogie need to go ahead and go play with LeBron and AD. And Kev definitely said no on that. So I did. I, I got did, Boogie I did, right. I did. I did. I did. Man, what do you think about NBA free agency so far? Because it ain't over. Because oh, it's always something going on. Yeah. Man, this is this probably been the craziest offseason I've ever witnessed. Like. I, I wasn't too shocked about Kawhi going to the Clippers, but the Paul George move definitely caught me off guard. And I'm, I'm sure it caught everybody else off guard, too. Where yeah. were you when you found out? I was in bed. I, I, <laughs> I woke up because I had work that morning. So I woke up at like um, a little after like 4.30, and I had all these uh, ESPN alerts on my phone. And first I seen the Kawhi, the Kawhi Leonard uh, news. And uh, I, I wanted him to stay in Toronto. I don't know about you guys, but I was hoping that he would stay and build with uh, the Raptors. Yeah. I wanted to just run it back. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just run it back. You know, we all played ball growing up. And when you go to the court, you on the court till you lose. Yeah. Right. You the king of the court. Mm -hmm. Just run it back. If you lose, all right, we out. He could have did a one and one. He could have yeah. he could have fleeced him for a one and one. He's still trying to, you know, wait two years for that big one, that last big one, you know. Before, the big one. Before yeah, before he get that that uh he got the ring now. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Rings. Two yeah, two yeah. Two he got up. rings mm -hmm. now. So it was funny, uh, that was a late Friday, and uh, we were hanging out with the fellas, you know, day before the wedding, yeah. and we were just kind of chilling. Everybody mm -hmm. faded. And you know how you say you goodbyes to everybody and you dip out? Like, I literally, like, close the door, walk into my car, like, ding, ding. And it's like, man, if I go back in here with this news, it's going to be, like, 15 more minutes, and yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. So I'm like... Nah, I just post about it in the morning. So I didn't, I didn't say that. And I just kind of texted everybody like, "You see this Paul George news?" And just drove off. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, I, I got the late night, uh, late night text and was uh, about to, about to go back and uh, spend a half hour talking about it. But nah, I had to get up out of there. So man, I was at the crib. I was fighting sleep, watching uh, summer league or whatever, mm -hmm. and I finally fall asleep. So you know, first thing you do when you wake up, you grab your phone. Yeah. Oh, Kawhi to the Clippers. I was like, hmm, dope, but okay. And then, boom, the next thing I saw, I was like, 
trade PG. Like what? <laughs> Crazy. Did I did I read like five first round? Like was that yeah. is that a real thing? Like I, yeah, they gave up five first round. I've been picks. faded all weekend. They, they, said so was I, a, they said it was like a record breaking like amount of picks they gave up. Yeah, like when I read that, I'm like five first like. They're gonna be paying off Paul George when Paul George probably sitting down. Yeah, you know yeah. they're still gonna be paying for Paul George. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was it would from the reports they were saying the Clippers felt like he wasn't going to Toronto. They felt like he was going to the Lakers, mm. and the only way to get him was to do this. It was like yeah. they it was basically saying he said I'll come if y'all give me PG. Damn. And basically, what you gonna do if you the Clippers, dog? You're the Clippers in L.A., man. You're you're, it's a it's a Lakers town. Yeah. You do whatever you got to do, man. Yeah. You had a window with uh Chris Paul and Blake. You blew it. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. You if you got to fleece the whole like uh Shea Gillis Alexander, he's a baller. Yeah. I really like him, I but you got to let him go. You got to let him go. And they didn't want to do that either. I know they didn't want to no. do that. No, because he, he had yeah. young thoroughbred, and he had a great first year. Yeah. So, like, you don't want to give up that. You want to grow that. But when he hot, hey. Like, hey, man, you got to go if we going to get Kawhi and PG. And this is the thing. Like, people talk about, oh, man, they gave him uh, five first-round picks. But this the, is this the tricky part. They're going to be good. Yeah. So the picks is going to be like in the 25, 28, 29. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It ain't right. like, oh, man, they're going to be in the lottery. No, they're not. Right, yeah. right. No, they're not. Yeah. They was in the playoffs without these dudes. Right, yeah. <laughs> for, for funny video, I see Pat Beverly and Lou Will. They out and about, and Lou Will like, oh, my price just went up. You know, like, we, we in here now. We got, hey, they rolling. Lou better not be smiling too much because he is going to be one of the, if they need something, you know he's going to be traded. Yeah, like he, him, he does six man. Well, you know, he, he, he's all not. like I'm trying to think like who's players that like people always like. Man, he can play, he can hoop, but they always seem like they get traded. He's like one of those dudes. Like, well, if uh, he's like the sweetener, like yeah. all right, man, <laughs> like yeah. we need something else. And then you look at your roster, like man, we need him, we still need him. What about Lou? Yeah, he's like we'll take Lou, we'll take Lou, Lou will give mm. us twenty off the bench in no time. Right, yeah. but so, but that I love it. They, like I hate the fact that you know what I'm saying I'm gonna be up till midnight during the regular season games now. Yeah. But I mean, you can't tell me everybody and their mama ain't gonna be up for those Clippers Lakers games during the regular season. Oh, for sure, and then, for sure. And I got like a, a few friends that uh, have have huge connects on the Clippers side of the Staples Nights. You hey. know, so like they got a box, they got season tickets, mm. like can kind of go when they please. So like. Of course, the Lakers side is 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 way double, triple the price yeah. and way more, you know, involved in, in getting them. So I know now it's like, you know, they just made that a thing in L.A. now. It's going to be a huge thing. And, and I, I really feel like the NBA kind of mellowed, like kind of just kind of not mellow. Balanced mellow, out. But, you know, yeah. Kind of, kind of. Yeah, mellow, mellow, <laughs> yeah, mellow, yeah. mellow. Sit still, it down, still players. Up for, up, up for debate, but yeah, uh, you need to sit it down. They kind of just smoothed it out and kind of gave us, you know. Now we kind of spread out. We kind of yes. got some stars in a few places. We got two man shows. Yeah, two, two and a possible. You know, we got yeah. we got stuff like that going on again. So that kind of at, at one point I felt like we was gonna have you know five all stars on the team the way it was going. So yeah, man. So, so that's that's good to see. Good I to love see. it. I love the fact that it's a. Uh, Two superstar league again, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. It's spread out. Where y'all think Russ gonna end up? Because they're doing a complete overhaul. Yeah, he's not staying. I'm hearing, yeah, I, I think OKC should go ahead and blow the roster up. You know, like like he like he like the last man standing. 
So I'm I'm hearing he's either gonna go to Milwaukee or Miami. Ugh. If he go to Milwaukee, that's uh, ooh, that's gonna be so nasty. No, it's not. That's gonna. You no, don't think so? Not. You don't think, bro? J- just imagine Russ and Giannis in transition. That's all. That's all it, they, that's would do all all they can do. Yeah. You can't have your two best players shooting under twenty three percent from three in today's NBA. In it, today's NBA, you got to be able to knock down that three ball, and neither one of them can. Okay, Chris Middleton okay. can't hit them all. Okay, but but check this out though. Like like the top two teams in the East right now, you could say are are the Sixers and and the Bucks. Neither, okay. neither one of them really got shooters. So I I mean, you might not even need a shooter to make it out the East right now. Honestly, that don't mean you're gonna win the chip, but like to get out, the, <laughs> to, but like to get out the East, like I'm I'm saying, I'm saying Miami. I'm saying Miami. My, my, Miami or Detroit. See, I, Detroit, I think Russ going to still want that big market. He, gonna want he ain't got no choice, though. He under contract. The Knicks is out there. Four. No. <laughs> no. No. He can't go to he New York. No, Russ, yeah. Russ ain't got no – he ain't got no leverage. Yeah. The leverage he had went away when he signed that Supermax. He's in the middle of a Supermax deal. He got like three years left. He has no leverage. The The team has all the leverage. They can shop him to whoever, mm. whenever, however. Mm-hmm. If I'm there, I don't know um, Detroit's whole financial situation, yeah. but if I'm I'm calling up Detroit like, yo, y'all got Blake. We get y'all. We get y'all Russ. Now give us all these picks. Right. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Give us everything you got. Yeah. Or you call Miami. See, that, that's the thing about dealing with Miami with a trade. Dealing with Pat Riley. Yeah, he ain't new to this. He gonna fleece you, dog. <laughs> right. Just like just the same way Jerry West just fleeced yes. them, man. Yes. Like people are like, man, they give up five picks. Man, fuck them picks. <laughs> <laughs> this is a now league. This is now, 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 yeah. now, now. Yeah. yeah. Pat Riley gonna fleece him, dog. He gonna give him me. <laughs> right. Like you're gonna get this dude can. <laughs> right. He's good. Trust me. Okay. Right. I'm your t- thirty miles on the bike every day. He's, he's ready. His he's endurance ready. is crazy, <laughs> right. man. Who's your I, favorite team? Um, I'm still a Cavs fan, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm holding it down in Cleveland. That's what I'm still rocking with. Yeah. It's going to be a little minute till you know, we get back. To, <laughs> hey, you never get know. Back, get, I mean. Cavs, Cavs, but Cavs got some, you know. Yeah. I, I, some I, out there yeah, I, some I really liked our draft picks this year. But, I mean, we'll see what we end up doing, though. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Mm. See how that, how just a few years can change all that. You know, we was, Facts. We, yeah. we, we was just riding the wave of, you know, the Homer vibe. And, you know, we... 52 years, we finally got the chip, and now it's back to, like, my childhood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Man, just Mark get, Price just didn't a, do it again. Just be a, a, a six. <laughs> let's get to a six seed, and I'll be happy. Yeah. Just just be just, just be competitive. Within like, three years, three years, if they a six seed, I'm happy. How you like the young bull, Sexton? I like him, man. He's uh He attacks the rim. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, he's definitely been working on his jump shot. Sure. I wanted the Cavs to draft. Uh, say Gill- Gillis Alexander last yeah. year. Oh yeah, I wanted the guys to draft him, but they got they yeah. got Sexton. I will say he 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 had growth over the year. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. My, my NBA uh, DraftKings season was pretty in depth this year, so like you know, starting to you know keep up with teams and players and rotations and. It really he, helped him he got that, they, that they just gave him the keys to like, man, look, it, we yeah. ain't going to go nowhere, yeah. man. Here, just right. do you. If you get us 20 games, we're happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this year. We got 19. <laughs> right. Yeah. Want, right. <laughs> and this year I wanted them to draft uh, Jared Culver from Texas Tech. I just I like big guards. That's I like what I tall wanted too. guards. Yeah, I wanted Culver yeah. too. I like tall guards because, like, if you think about it, like, 
in hindsight, if you got Shea Gillis Alexander six five running a point, and then your shooting guard is six six, like automatically you know your small four gonna be like six six. Yeah. Your power mm-hmm. four gonna be like six seven, six ten. Like I just like that length and that that athleticism. But you know they yeah. went with the small scoring shooters. We'll see. Yeah. Real, real quick, if you had to pick the top duo this year, you know Ooh. the new the new. Two, you know, you got the Brooklyn, mm. you got LA's. You ain't got that yet. Well, yet. you know, <laughs> supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah, you got uh, you got what uh, LA's. You mm. got uh, D. Rust that made the move. So, like, who, who, who are you thinking can be the early, the early vote for the 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 the, the, the next big two? Man, if I'm going with LeBron and AD, I, I think I, th- I think LeBron's coming for blood this year. Like I mean, he was out here. Everybody, everybody, every, every, everybody was you know talking down about him, saying that it's not his league no more. Yeah. Like you know, he hearing all that chatter. I, I think he going. I think him and AD are going to come for blood next year. Only thing that concerns yeah, me, for sure. Like I, I agree with the with the with the powerhouse that they could be. Yeah. But what concerns me is eighty two games. And you know, every night it ain't gonna be the big two with triple doubles and everybody else with eight and six. Right. You know, we're gonna need another couple. See, that's that's the thing about it. We need to make a clear definition of when it counts. Yeah. Because some people will say the regular season counts. This is where it's at. And then the playoffs happen. Mm-hmm. I lie James Harden. That's mm-hmm. why I'm not a James Harden fan. Yeah. yeah. Dribble, 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 step back, travel, shoot. Yeah. All that's all good. You're getting a million foul calls during the regular season. Mm-hmm. And then in the playoffs, the whistle swallows. Pause. Yeah. And yeah. you're not getting all them free throws. You're not getting all those easy points. Your shot percentage goes from 52 to 35. And you're playing a team for a solid week. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. if you got a good coach and a good, you know, good NBA players, NBA minds, they're going to know how to, you know, start eliminating that and making it difficult for you to take four steps backwards before you shoot. So <laughs> it, it always comes down to that. And especially when you look at a series in the NBA, it's very hard for me to say you're going to beat LeBron four times out of seven. Right. It's very hard to say because – you could say, oh, man, we can beat them in a one-off. Mm-hmm. But to say, all right, you got to beat one of the best basketball players ever to play the game four times is tough and to say. Ha- yeah. ha- as much as it's happened in his career, we, yeah. still, feel, but we still feel that way. Because like, he's that if you, fucking good. If you ever yeah. played a sport or set on a you know, basketball arena and watched a game, like you know I knew as sitting at UD watching LeBron play alter that he was going to be a cold motherfucker. Yeah. You, know, mm-hmm. I, you just knew that. You know, so – you as much as we've seen it, you still like shit. I ain't betting against it. You, you, you can't. <laughs> but for my money, I'm gonna go with PG and Kawhi, dog. PG and Kawhi. PG oh and Kawhi. my god. But yeah, that's. <laughs> I, I, oh my I god. Watched the, I watched the video. I don't know if it was on Twitter or what, but uh, it was like PG during like like USA practice and like. KD had to come up against the oh, king of the court, uh, oh, yeah. uh, Devin Booker. It was like you know one of those deals, and like. I mean, they both got – they can put their back to the rim. They can put their chest to the rim. They can go to the rim. They can step – like, whew. man. And the Clippers got some money to make it make solid roses around them. You know? That's the crazy part. They can the, make the, the solid I, roses. I'm called – I don't want to jump the gun. <laughs> but from my perspective right now, it's about the Clippers, man. Yeah. Trying, man, 
They got three of the best defensive players in the NBA. Uh huh. That's Pat Bev. Yeah. Is a pit bull, and he can knock down the three. Mm -hmm. You got Kawhi, obviously. Mm. You got PG, obviously, and mm. then you got Lou off the bench. Are you serious? Like they got some mm. dogs. Yeah. They got dogs. Like I think the biggest saving grace for the Lakers is the uh, green pickup. That's huge for them. Yeah. And and I'll also say this. if I think if DeMarcus Cousins is at least 85% healthy this upcoming season, they I think like 100% they'll be title contenders. Like, no doubt at all. Yeah. I love Boogie. At all. Boogie's my guy, man. Yeah. But it's a lot. On the Lakers, it's a lot of names, man. Like, I don't know if they're good names or bad names, but it's a lot of yeah. names. You got Rondo. You got Bron, you got AD, you got Boogie, you got JaVale. Kuzma. 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 Like, it's a lot of miles to feed out yeah. there. And, like, if you look, just look at the, the center. Like, you look at it like, all right, man, dang, they got three centers. Who needs three centers? But, shit, Golden State could have used the extra center yeah. in yeah. the playoffs. And and, and AD, oh, yeah. AD is an all-around. You know, like, he yes, yes, he's seven foot, but he don't really play in the in the box right. all, the you know, the whole game. Mm -hmm. It's really gonna be, you know, like I'm just who would have thought AD and Boogie would get back together? Team up again. Like we thought that was over, you know, they was gonna be mega stars. One took a different route. Shit, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm that shit. AD Boogie and Rondo was on the Pacers, not Pacers. It's the the, the, L Pelicans. the LA Pelicans. Yeah, they were all <laughs> on the Pelicans, Pelicans when they man. um when they swept. The Blazers yeah, and made yeah. that good run in the playoffs. I mean, that has to you know they've played together. You know, that's that's they, a good point. They, right, so they, so they, so yeah. that chemistry already there, and you yeah. got then you add and LeBron, you got LeBron and then, who can fit in in anybody's yeah. system. You know right. what I'm saying? So yeah. I think I think I'm going LeBron AD man. I'm going with the clip. Show. I mean, but yeah, like it's hard to woo, Kawhi and PG going going because uh, at the end of the day we gonna put a hurting on some teams. Yeah, like especially in the playoffs, man. Because you unleash that defense in the playoffs. Yeah, like if you look at you know, you can't look at it as far as like name versus name. But right, if you look right. at it in a season's body, a body of work and say right. and say PG and Kawhi have made a career of like I will lock down who I need to lock down uh -huh. to secure this win. Like you give me, I'll check whoever. If they both are ready to do that. There, there goes the guards on the team. I, yeah, and, and I and I definitely feel you, Kev, because I mean the Clippers did take Golden State to six with the team that they already had before. Mm -hmm. Then you add, you know, uh, two top ten players, you know, or two of the best two way players in the league in the mix, and that's that, that is scary. That is scary. But it, fun. It, I see. love it. I love it, man. The EP drops. August 2nd, which is also my birthday. Hey. Nice. Yeah. Mine July 31st, so Leo gang, okay. we out here. Okay. We out here. And, uh, and August 3rd, I'm throwing a, a release party at um, at Hannah's Bar and Grill, downtown Dayton. Nice. I, I haven't announced that yet, but once I get flyers, um, I'll make sure everybody has all the details. Yeah, make sure you so, check out yeah. Hidden Gems. Share your social media so they can know where to go and check you out and uh, get acquainted. Okay, Instagram, D, I'm D-Night is real. And Twitter, D-Night937. YouTube, D-Night is Real. My website, www.dnightisreal.com. And SoundCloud, D-Night is Real. And that's, that's pretty much it, yeah. 
Is mm-hmm. this isn't your first project that you released though, right? This is going to be my first project uh, to be released on streaming services. Okay. Like, like I had previous projects that were on like Datpiff and SoundCloud, but this is like my first uh, project in the streaming era. Nice. So yeah. Who nice. helped you get your stuff on all the streaming sites? Um, I use DistroKid. Okay. Yeah, nice. I like DistroKid a lot. Nice, nice. Get them streaming numbers up. They break a check, what, off every six months or something like that? Uh, I was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Semi-annually, quarterly, yeah, something, something like that. Get, get my guy some streaming numbers. Get this guy a bag, yeah, man. Get yeah. this guy a bag. I, did you like that process? Like, cause I, I imagine it's a little different from, you know, the pressing up, up the yeah, CD era, yeah. going outside of the local store and trying <laughs> to sell them for five bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. I what, you know, how do you it, feel about this? It definitely, well, it definitely saves a lot of time. But, like, if, if that's what I had to do, I definitely wouldn't mind doing it. Because I was passing out mixtapes in high school anyway. Yeah. So, like, I mean, you know, I know a lot of guys around here have been getting out the mud like that for a while. Like, Jason DBKS. Um, yeah. We did a show together last year, and he was he was passing out and selling CDs and stuff, you know. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it really doesn't matter to me. Like, uh, like I said, I'm always going to evolve with the times. But I'm going to do what I got to do to, you know, get my name out here regardless. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, man. This I'm lucky. Go ahead. I'm lucky. Salty, I didn't bring my tables, and we should have. We should have had a little, you know, uh, little, little beat put up. Uh, you know, make make you make you drop a little freestyle uh, while you here. Might as well, but you know, I didn't, you know, blame the patron. Not <laughs> not not my heart. Not my heart. <laughs> we definitely appreciate you falling through, man. One more time on the social media, man. Twitter, follow me, dnight937. On Instagram, dnight is real. That's D K N I G H T I S R E A L. Uh, YouTube.com is D Night is Real. My website, D Night So make sure you uh, sign up for my mailing address on there to you know stay up to date on all the exclusives and stuff like that. And uh, Facebook, you can find me at Deshaun Knight. So yeah, that's yeah. my social media. Proud, proud of your grind, proud of your commitment to this thing we love called hip hop, man. So keep keep doing your thing, man. He's a rapper's rapper. It. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Wait, we ain't done, we ain't done, we ain't done, we ain't done. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold Stop up. Stop the press. Stop the press, stop the breaks. We back, we back, we back, we back. All right, Killer, you just watched the trailer for the new Wu-Tang show that's coming on, what, yeah. Hulu, right? Hulu, yeah. What you think? I'm about to get my Hulu account right. That looks <laughs> all right. I'm, uh, you know, I'm always a little scared when it comes down to, like, you know the the look alike, trying to get the closest face to the person and make it a thing. But that looks pretty authentic, bro. Like I'm, I'm pretty impressed with how that looked. That, that's a hell of a trailer. I'm ready. I'm I, ready. I ready. know. I know the woo is like it's up yeah, there for you. It's, son, it's one of those yeah, things son. for you. So now D night this woo was a little bit before your era, man. So uh-huh. you gonna fuck with this or what? Oh yeah, for sure. Most definitely. Most definitely. Okay. Gotta tune in. Yeah. All right. The main question is: Does anybody have Hulu? <laughs> I, I'm gonna have um, to use my girl's Hulu account. I think, I think, I think the wife, you know, yeah. the, my, the wife done, you know, watched every show known to man. So like, if it's something that Hulu done put out, I think she done got it, you know, set it up and got it ready. So I think okay. we're good. But I personally never hit the Hulu button in my life. My brother has Hulu. <laughs> he uh, he's cut the cut the cord and everything like that, and he was telling me about it. 
he's actually the one that sent me the link. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, you seen the, seen the trailer? And I was like, nah, he sent it to me. I was like, oh, shit, I got to sign up for Hulu. <laughs> it's like, nigga, you just, this is my wheelhouse. Yeah, did they say when that's coming out? Uh, I think I want to say Labor Day weekend. Okay. Mm. okay. Yeah, Labor Day weekend, I believe. So, mm. yeah, I'm going to binge watch that. Had to have Meth Man with the straight backs. Yeah, man. Had Dave East playing Meth. That's going to be dope, man. Yeah. Who, who y'all uh, favorite Wu-Tang member, though? <sighs> Why'd you do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm. It's got to be Raekwon for me. Mm. Just Raekwon, based off he had the best solo album. He's got one of my favorite albums of all time, Cuban The Purple Leaves. Tape. So I'm going to go with Ray. But you can't say Ray without saying Ghost. You can't yeah, say I'm Ghost say, without saying Ray. Yeah, I was going to say Ghost. He's probably my favorite. I like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm between Ghost and Ghost and Meth, but I'm going to have to go with Ghost. But then when I when I listen to Wu-Tang albums, I'm a huge Inspector Deck fan. Like Inspector, I think Inspector Deck is the best rapper of them, but his mm. solo project wasn't wasn't the way I never yeah. heard that take so I, I'm a huge Inspector Deck fan so why'd you come on man <laughs> <laughs> but I mean you can't go wrong with the woo man so I'm all yeah. about the woo and another uh thing I'm binge watching I just started yesterday Stranger Things season 3 are you hip to Stranger Things? I'm not. What? So I, think, I'm, I think I'm the only person who doesn't watch Stranger no, Things. No, you're not. No, you're not. Uh, <laughs> this I've, guy. Uh, I've uh, my wife is into it. I've, I've I've walked by and caught ten minutes here and there, but never got into it. And everybody tells me I should. So you should. Season three is starting off with a bang. I'm still on chapter four, Charlemagne's book. So hey, you know. yeah, we getting the book update, man. How's yeah. it going? It's, it's going. I've, I'm, I think this week is going to be a good week for me to read. <laughs> uh, I had a solid two weeks of. Uh, uh, getting ready for for big wedding, so I'm gonna take a instead of instead of my hour at lunch, you know, knocking out some some files on the computer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit back in the office and dive back into this book. I like I like the topics, you know, what we're talking about in the book. So a lot of anxiety, talk, depression, PTSD, those type of things. So right up my alley, and it interests me enough to where I'm I'm looking forward to finishing this book. So. Okay, all right. Now one yeah. last question for both of y'all, man. Have y'all seen that? Um, the Little Mermaid controversy. Yeah. Yeah, I was... We'll go ahead. <laughs> so, if people that's not familiar, Haley Bailey, because people going to say Halle Berry. That's what I was about to say. Uh, She is a singer slash actress. She uh, has a singer group with her sister. They're signed to Beyonce's label. She co-stars on The Grownish, which is a spinoff of Blackish. I watch it. It's a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. So, she's been cast as Ariel. And the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Now there's been backlash because she black. Yeah. And she ain't got red hair. Yeah. And people are saying not my Ariel or hashtag Little Mermaid <laughs> instead of Little Mermaid <laughs> and just uh, wow. all types of crazy memes and saying Ariel is white and uh, mermaids can't be black because there's no sunlight down there, so no, no melanin <laughs> in their skin and all these crazy things. Yo, and people, be digging. people are digging way oh, too deep into this. It's a digging. motherfucking cartoon, bro. <laughs> right. Man. Right. It's a motherfucking cartoon, Pip. <laughs> I've been so off the grid, though. I, 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 I ain't going to lie. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and uh, laugh at myself at this. I saw like Holly Berry breaking the internet right now, so I just grabbed the, <laughs> I grabbed the phone and Googled Holly Berry. I'm like, I'm not seeing shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> These are old pictures, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I finally like read it, read it like, oh, that's the that's the oh, 
about the them, them girls. Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. The dope, the dope singing sisters. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, who cares, man? Like, That's what I'm saying, man. Like, like it's twenty. It's about to be 2020, man. Like I, like I, um, I looked into it a little bit, but I ain't really like go into it as deep as other people because I'm just like, like this shit is like it's so goofy. Like people, people. It's so funny how like we're in an era where like people are like you know desensitized to a lot of stuff, but at the same time so sensitive to stuff too. You know, yeah, yeah. like is isn't that like kind of weird to y'all? Yeah. And I I just feel like it's so crazy how people can watch videos that like not trying to get too deep or nothing, but I think it's so funny how people can watch you know videos that like you know cops shooting people or whatever, and then just you know keep scrolling. Yeah. But then people get. They want to want to get pissed off over a little cartoon, you know. I just think that's so wild yeah, to me. Yeah. So I'm just I don't even care. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, man. It, and for me, y'all, it's a crazy thing. We all seen Little Mermaid, but so you want to take the Little Mermaid? Just look at it from this aspect. The movie is set in the Caribbean. Yeah. What mm. people live in the Caribbean. Right. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Not white folk. <laughs> right. No offense to the white folk, <laughs> yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Let's keep it funky. So why wouldn't it be? I, I would see this as a course correction of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And if if she's the best actress for the job, then she's the best actress for the job. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and what's what's the big deal? Like there's a phrase in Hollywood called whitewashing. Like where especially like when studios buy um anime cartoons from japan mm-hmm. and then they bring their stories over here to the united states and then they cast your favorite uh actress uh scarlett johansson yeah. and she's playing a role that was portrayed by an asian woman and no one says anything or they have freaking uh charleston heston and mm-hmm. to ten commandments and it's just like <laughs> stuff like this like, like yo it wasn't a big deal when these characters are portrayed on film as white people but now it's a issue when these characters are portrayed by black people right yeah. it, what's what's the big deal like i remember when the remake of fantastic four came out and michael b jordan played johnny storm and this came this was like a big thing like yeah. why are you what what is the big deal these are comic book characters and cartoons yeah. i also heard a possibility of like uh, idris elba playing james bond or something and a lot of people were like pissed off about that yeah. too yeah. and people they don't like that yeah. they don't these like people that stuff. be telling on themselves <laughs> exactly like you i like i know like racism is horrible and all that type of stuff but these things are needed so the light can be shed on it so you know who you're dealing with i'd rather know then be behind closed doors where they having these secret meetings yeah. and they talking shit. Like, all right, talk your shit in public. Yeah, right. When the when the circle starts coming back around of, like, remakes in, in music and in movies and TV, like, that's what I get. Like, I step back a little because I personally, I get tired of just, we just, every 10, 15 years, we just rotate new people into the same shit. Let's right. create something new. Yeah. Like, let's, <clears throat> let's, excuse me, let's build something new. And it's just... When it when it gets to be all this, you know, la la la, just you know, man, yeah. it, it's crazy. Yeah. I saw this one post crazy. about, uh, well, how about Tiana from Princess and the Frog is played by a white girl? Well, this character was written as a black girl. Yeah, Little Mermaid was not written as a white girl. <laughs> right, <laughs> like that's the thing. Like y'all have to realize these characters aren't 
when they are creating these characters now they're creating them to be a certain nationality before they weren't they were just well yeah, yeah. this is this is the it's the paint we had today yeah this, right. is, this is what it's gonna be man <laughs> yeah and i only ask you that bro because you have three little girls yeah so i know like this thing is like probably a big thing in the yeah, household and, you know what i'm saying women power and girls can be whatever they want to be so i know i can <laughs> be what i want to be d knight one more time on the social media twitter at d knight 937 instagram d knight is real soundcloud d knight is real my website d knight facebook deshaun knight or uh, you can look up my artist page d d knight on there and on Spotify, Tidal, all the streaming uh, services, it's D.Night, D period K-N-I-G-H-T. So look me up and check out some of my music and, you know, uh, be on the lookout for my upcoming project, Hidden Gem, August 2nd. On your board day. On yeah. my birthday, Leo August gang 2nd. Gang. August 2nd, 2019, <laughs> man. A lot of good music on there. Yeah. There it is, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Now we out. For real, for real. <laughs>